Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Sherman Obed here once again on What's the Word Entertainment. So happy to have you back here once again. Obed, what's going on with you, homie? I'm living the dream, sir. Living the dream. Another beautiful Saturday. Got my cup of joe ready to go. How about you? Yeah, man. Yeah, here in the sunshine state of Florida. Yep, chilling like a villain on penicillin. You already know what it is. So, yeah, man, let's get into it, dude. Speaking of Florida and, you know, We've got a lot of things going on in the world. Obviously, the biggest thing is is, is COVID. We I know we've talked about this a few different times on the show. Um, you know, we are sports and entertainment, but you know, we like to get into other topics. Um, and me being originally from New York, I noticed, and I, I think I sent this to you the other day, Obed, that New York has become the first state to mandate vaccine uh, proof of the vaccine for indoor venues like bars and restaurants and things like that. Um, it's pretty interesting. I think San Francisco just followed suit just the other day. What you, what's your really thought on them actually just rolling out, rolling out, rolling out this mandate? And more, are we going to be seeing more cities that are kind of just tacking on to this? Because we've got this Delta variant that's spreading around. Case, you know, COVID cases are rising. You know, some people are we're flipping out about the mass. I can only imagine that now they're flipping it about flipping out about the vaccine. What's your take on this whole thing, Obed? Uh, my take is that it is um, a necessary evil. Uh, some people aren't going to like it, but it just—it's just what needs to happen. We had our—we had a first chance, right? We were—we were one of the richest nations in on this planet, and we had the first crack at tackling this, and we fumbled the bag. You know, probably fumbled the bag worse than that dude that didn't sign with uh, with the Lakers for eighty four million, and then went and signed for the Celtics for five six million. I can't remember dude's name, um, but you know, I mean, they, uh, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. There you go. Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder missing his money. Um, yeah, no, and it fumbled the bag. So now we have to take, we have to, we have to eat our vegetables um, and make sure that people know that you cannot go into certain places if you don't have a vaccine requirement. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, I just feel like, don't get me wrong. I mean, if you want to do the vaccine, you want to do the vaccine, but I don't think it's like a crazy, like, here's the thing. I was never completely to the left or completely to the right i was more down the middle like oh i'll get it i'll get you know when i get it whatever no big deal but there's some people like oh my gosh you gotta get it you gotta get it or you're like you're gonna die and there's other people who's like no no way i'm never gonna get it because if i get it it's possible that i do that you know what i mean some people are just so like uh conspiracy theorists and things like that but you know how do you think they also eradicated other diseases back in the past like polio and smallpox things like that the vaccines aren't really a new thing to america right true or not true i mean vaccines have been around for ages you know so i mean but like i said it is what it is but if it's going to help people you know get out and do things and they're almost like why not because now it's you know it's going into sports too like in the nfl and the nba they've adopted you know stricter policies for unvaccinated athletes you know and, and their players and their teams you know where um believe in the nba like in this, this in summer in summer league um if you're unvaccinated you can't go out you have to quarantine when you when you if you do come back and things like that whereas vaccinated people have a lot more freedom so it's almost like why aren't these players just going getting vaccinated to help to basically help their team out to make sure that they don't miss any sort of time anywhere, you know, because, and there's, there's guys like Cole Beasley of the bills who said he's never going to do it. And Mark Cuban's offering him stock <laughs> in Pfizer, you know, just to get vaccinated. You know what I mean? So, I mean, is it, is it fair to kind of force these athletes to get vaccinated? Um, I don't think it's fair to force anyone to do anything. I think you should be forcing people to do things against their will. Um, I've gone on this show and said that your decision to not get vaccinated is your decision. If that's what you want to do, go right ahead. Um, but 
in the spirit of America, the spirit of freedom, the spirit of entrepreneurship, these are businesses that are private telling you what they require for you to take part, right? No shirt, no shoes, no service, right? So I don't understand what your problem is. Listen, mm -hmm. if you don't want to get vaccinated, that is your decision. Don't do it. That's fine. Right, right. The most American thing they can do is exclude you from what they want you to be taking a part of because you don't conform to what they want. When I walk into a Balenciaga store or I walk into the Gucci store, one of the requirements is that you need to have money because your poor ass shouldn't be walking in that store if you don't have money. So I, I was in a, <laughs> I was in a Jared, I was in a Jared Jewelers with a friend of mine. He was buying some jewelry for his girlfriend. I was just there with him. Security guard came up to me and was like, sir, can I help you? Because he had made the assumption that I did not have money so that I don't need to be in there. Right. And I was like, I immediately told him, I was like, my friend is here to buy something for his girlfriend. You want me to wait outside? I can do that. Mm. But this is how America operates. So if you're, if you're upset that somebody has told you, you need to put on a shirt to come inside, that's on you. And uh, I think as an right. additional, uh, to, if I can add to this, if you're not going to yeah, yeah. wear uh, a mask and you're not going to get a vaccination, you probably shouldn't go to the hospital to get services for something that you caught because you refused to do the things that would help you not catch it. Right. Right. Facts, facts. And it's weird. It's funny because if the, but the thing is the thing, if you go to the hospital, they're going to require you to come in there with at least a, with a mask on for sure. Or if you want to go visit a loved one, they're going to require you. So all those people who say, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm never going to wear a mask. You know what? You can't hop on a plane right now without it. So if you know, you got to travel across the country, your loved one is sick. You're gonna wear the mask, aren't you? You know, if you gotta go to the hospital, see them. Say, you know, they don't say security's like you're not gonna, you're not, you're not allowed in here unless you wear a mask. You damn sure they're gonna put the mask on to go see their loved one. So it's like, it's like, you know, what I mean, it, it, it's like they're contradicting themselves because they're gonna do it at some point. So don't tell me that you're never gonna do it, you're never gonna wear a mask and things like that. But you know, it it, it is what it is, I guess, because people just want to do their own thing. You know what I mean? But here we are, like you said, it's this is America. People want to react how they want to react. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of controversy around it, but you know, hopefully things going to get back to normal soon enough or some sense of normalcy soon enough, you know, but here we go. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Let's get back into our usual uh, sports topics. Obed, um, Joining us this week is our guest, Anu, coming last to us live from New York. Anu, happy to have you on again, sir. Well, it's been, it's been a while. So welcome, welcome back. I uh, hope you're doing okay out there in New York. What's going on with you? I'm doing good, brother. Thank you for having me, man. Excited to be here. Yep, I appreciate it. Yep, we're gonna do an all NBA episode here with our with our local NBA expert and <laughs> news. So yeah, let's start. Let's get started right away, man. Um, dude, one of the biggest things in the offseason, obviously, the free agency has been been just been going nuts. Players been leaving and going and reeling, dealing teams. You know, um, let's start off with the Miami Heat, who not only they they resigned Jimmy Butler. Um, a new, but they also got Kyle Lowry from the Toronto Raptors. Now, this is a team that was in the finals a couple years ago um, against the uh, against the LA Lakers. You know, and when they're in that bubble in Orlando, does Kyle Lowry bring? Can can let me ask you this, Anu? Can can he bring this team back to that promise and back to the finals? Is he that missing link? Because we know Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler's a beast. He's a he's a one of the best two way players in the game for sure. But Kyle, just adding Kyle Lowry, I mean, now this is a loaded Eastern Conference now, of course, with, with Brooklyn. You know, what I mean, you know, at the helm and Milwaukee. So can he help them out, Anu? And what does he got to bring to the table? I believe he can help them out. I mean, if you just compare ages versus Dragic and Lowry, they're not too far apart. Right. And Larry comes with championship experience. And if you ever, you know, done any any homework on Larry, he's, you know, a tough grinder. He's a tough worker. He has an, uh, an immense uh, work ethic. If Kobe was here, RIP, 
um, you know, he would say he's one of those people that, you know, probably can get up there or be around, you know, his work ethic level. So um, I think he'll bring a lot to the table, and I think they could do um, a lot of damage going forward this season. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll for sure make the playoffs, maybe like a four or five seed, maybe maybe even though, even even a three seed, you know, I don't – like I said, with Brooklyn and Milwaukee there, I think Kyle Lowry certainly elevates that team. I think it's a possibility they can even get past Milwaukee if they play Milwaukee, you know what I mean? Um, but again, I just think they need another piece. You know, I think I think they need something. They're missing something else. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a new, but I to me, I think they're missing something else just to kind of get them over that hump. But you know, what? I could be wrong because I just said, I said the same thing about Milwaukee. I didn't. I said Giannis and Chris Middleton wasn't going to get wasn't going to win a championship together. You know what I mean? With just them two, and they were able to do it. You know, um, but yeah, here it is what it is. But now Kyle Lowry's former teammate Demar Derozan, he's on the move once again. Obed, he's now going to Chicago. He was just recently in San Antonio. He's going to Chicago, joining the Bulls. Bulls also got Lonzo Ball. You know, we see all these big market teams like the LA Lakers, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, getting all these big name free agent stuff. Now, Chicago's kind of been on the rocky rocks for the past few years. They haven't really been that great since Derrick Rose was in his prime over there. Is this the kind of start of big name stars kind of going to Chicago, I bet you think, or this is kind of just a one-off thing? I mean, I'm not going to call it a one-off thing because it's just it's the first year, right, of them trying to do this. And if they're successful in the first year, or at least show some promise in the first year, then there's a chance, right? I think the one thing they got to do is start getting their numbers up, start getting their wins up. I mean, this is a Bulls team that hasn't seen the playoffs since 2016, I believe. I think those were those were uh, Derek Rosiers. I mean, it's it's just not been. Uh, easy for newcomers there to first off you got to live up to the Derrick Rose hype right like that what he did there was fantastic in his career uh Mm -hmm, and Derrick mm -hmm. Rose was trying to live up to the fact that nobody has come out of the shadow of the 90s bulls there um so you know it's it's the these guys they bring in obviously it's it's coming down to who's who's moving the ball who's feeding uh uh their star players I have a belief that Chicago could or excuse that Miami could be uh excuse me, Chicago, Chicago could be, I got my red confused there, uh, could be a, a decent playoff team in the East. I feel like the East is a lot easier than the West. You know, I feel like, and I'm not going to dismerch any of the bronze sexuals in this, but it's something <laughs> to be said about the East as once LeBron leaves, it just seems to be free reign for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I don't believe the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the East. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead. But I'll no, but no, no, no. But I, I, I just saying that there is a chance for uh, Chicago to make a name for themselves. But again, we're talking about a team that hasn't seen the postseason since 2016. That is, it's almost been six years since they've been in the in the postseason. Right. They need to work on getting becoming a team that can at least get to the eighth. You know what I mean? They extended the right. number of teams that could go to the playoffs, and they still didn't make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But yeah, I mean, would you say quickly on Milwaukee? Yeah, they're, I don't. I just don't think they're the overall best team. But yeah, Chicago, you know, has been kind of this low market, you know, seeded team, you know, for quite some time now, ever since the days of, the, of Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah, Carlos Boozer, and that crowd. See, I'm hoping, as a, obviously as a Bulls fan, I'm hoping more players start to go over there because obviously everyone's going to the New Yorks or the, even the LA. And speaking of LA, a new we see the Lakers just got back Dwight Howard for his third stint in LA. Okay, just, I'm reloaded. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it seems like everyone just wants to go to the Lakers. Obviously, it's a historic franchise. We all get that. It's LA. You know what I mean? Look, and they also got Carmelo Anthony. LeBron gets his boy, you know, Melo. 
I mean, are they now with this team, even though they're so they're much older as like as far as average age a new, I think you would agree they're what they're probably the oldest team in the league, but are they the favorite in the West right now? No, I can't say favorite. Only well, simply if you start with just the age factor, right? They they lose that favorite aspect, right? If they if they can be healthy, right? That is the question, correct? You know, so I mean, they have a, a, a not, forget a puncher says a, a great chance once again. You know, if they stay healthy, right? Um, but what they got is a lot of wisdom. You know, they they, they got extremely amount of ex- a lot of amount of experience, a lot of wisdom, which is um, you know scary for a lot of a lot of teams. So. You know, a lot of teams really have to, you know, really do their homework and know that, you know, they can't sleep on the Lakers every night. Right, right. I mean, is there any sort of immediate obstacles that you see that can see them facing? Is it, you know, like injuries or just lack of youth, lack of a bench? I mean, do they kind of have a clear-cut path, do you think? No, I don't say a clear-cut path because the West is too strong. If this was the East, if if they were doing this in the East, are you like, okay, yeah, right. They were Brooklyn, or you know, if they stay healthy, then you know right. they could even you know take them out. But you know, I, I you know, even though they're not in the East, be on the mm-hmm. West. Let's just say if the Lakers could could even get there, um, you know, they still gotta I think really worry about Brooklyn. But um, it, the, the number one factor is gonna be about forget put, put ages aside. That, that's that, that's been the topic of conversation, right? Uh, you know, since since this has been this retooling has been happening, but right. um, it's about can they gel together. Right, no, they gel together. Last season, you saw that was not the case. Right, 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 right. Hundred percent. And I mean, especially with the um, the Russell Westbrook signing. You know what I mean? Because I think that was the biggest thing. Because I, I Russell Westbrook to me is, it's, I think Obed and I have said this before. He's a he's such a ball hog too. You know what I mean? So it's going to be difficult for him and LeBron and LeBron to really get along. Or Obed, you know what I mean? It's yeah. going to be. Is it going to be kindergarten? Are we going to learn how to share? Or are we just going to be selfish, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? And now with Carmelo joining in, you know, granted, it's a, if you look at this team just on paper, you know, from let's say five, six years ago, this team would be amazing. You know, Melo, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, you know, yeah. Dwight Howard and things like that. Yeah. But, dude, it's yeah. just so many older guys who want to take shots, who want to kind of be the man, you know what I mean? So that's why yeah, I think I think a new set of best, you know, gelling together, that's going to be the key kind of component there with them a little bit. You know, it's so it's going to be kind of it's good. I think it's going to be it's not going to be as easy as people think it's going to be. That's it's not going to be as easy as people think it's going to be. I mean, I, again, the West is going to be where you're going to find a lot of stiff competition. It's getting better in the East, you know. But again, I just feel like the East, there are few paths that you have to go to go through. There are so many slip ups that you could have on the West. Again, I really, really, really like Denver. OK, I just think that you're looking at a team that is on the come up and rise, um, just had a, a, a signing this uh, year, if I'm not mistaken, or this soft season. Uh, Jeff Green, they added Jeff Green. Right. And Jeff Green was huge uh, uh, in his last 10. Where did he just come from? Jeff Green was in. Um, wasn't he Brooklyn, was Brooklyn. he in Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So he was, Brooklyn. he was core. He was big, a big reason for them being able to sustain their kind of scoring that they had. So mm-hmm. they're looking at Brooklyn, like, okay, you've just lost him, but they still have a great nucleus, but adding a guy like Jeff green to Jokic and the kind of thing they're trying to do out of there. I, I like, I like the West. I like uh, the return of clay Thompson. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I, so I don't know if we're going to talk, we'll, we'll get to when we, when we get to the Warriors, I'll talk about the Warriors, but yeah, but, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, um, 
Denver is, and I think oh, I knew you were even nodding your head. Yeah, you you would agree. Denver is a, is this kind of a sleep sleeper team. You got Utah out there as well too. But you know Jamal Murray, he's coming um, coming back from that you know ACL injury and yeah. you know in Den, in Denver. But um, yeah, I mean yeah, Jokic is a beast. He's the reigning MVP. Okay, <laughs> you know yeah. you know. Yeah. So I mean Denver is definitely a squad. So you know that it's gonna make some noise in the playoffs. So yeah, Lakers Absolutely. are gonna have their hands full. Lakers are definitely gonna have their hands full. The Knicks on the other hand. Um, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, as a Bulls fan, I kind of despise the Knicks. Sorry to all my New York people out there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they just re-signed Derrick Rose. They signed Kemba Walker over from the Celtics. I feel like they're just stuck. And then now there's been rumblings that they want to go after Damian Lillard. I mean, they just want to just stockpile point guards anew. It was like, what is this? I mean, but I mean, is our big aim free agents are going to, are going to, are they going to be flocking towards the New York Knicks? Because I've said this before on this show, Betty, you know, this Dolan is one of the worst owners in sports. Okay. The owner of the Knicks, I can't stand him, you know, I mean, but can they be a new relevant once again, I know I get they made the playoffs. What they were they the, the five seed last season, four seed last season, um, you know, and, four. right? Four and now it's like okay, they made some noise. They didn't get past Atlanta. Trey Young was just doing Trey Young things out there. But what can the Knicks really do to become relevant and get another big name free agent to get to that promised land, so so to speak? Honestly, that's really tough to say. Um, they they just they just turned a corner. It's going to take some time. Right. This is a you know a couple of years in the process of they can keep going on the same path. Right. Um, if Kemba could stay healthy, I, I think they could, they could, you know, make um, take it to another level. Um, but that's regular season. I don't know if I see them really doing anything in the playoffs any more than the first or second round until they show it to us. You know, so that's that's really, um, you know, my take on uh, on the Knicks in terms of their relevant relevancy. I see that in the regular season. Yes, they're gonna, they, you know, there's gonna be a lot to talk about. But um, come playoffs, um, I don't think they have a chance. You know, you got Brooklyn should, there. No. Right? Should should they target Damian Lillard? As people are saying, no, because no, no. you're wasting his time, and you know, you're playing with the fans. I mean, in terms of ticket sales and just excitement, sure. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and and I think that's what they're going for. They, they can't say, oh, we're going for the championship. There's a lot, a lot more teams ahead of them. You know, right. so. I, I don't think you waste his time. You do right by him and, you know, your fans, because then if he does come on the team, in a way you're disrespecting him because, you know, you, you, you can't just with him get to the championship because you have to get, first of all, you have to give so much away. And then it's not like he's a Giannis. It's different. If, all right. Now, if they got Giannis, all right, maybe, they, you know, he can take it <laughs> with what they have with what right, they did right. this offseason. They could probably go for the championship. And you know what? It's funny. You said you said it best in Newey that you're wasting his time. I don't think Damian Lillard should go to New York unless somebody like a Giannis goes with him, you know, or like a like how, um, what was it, Kyrie and KD both went to Brooklyn yes. together. You know, Damian Lillard will be in New York. And I'll bet if you're shaking your head, you think you agree as well. He will be there by himself doing the same thing he's doing now, making the first round of playoffs and then going home and not doing anything else. They're wasting his time in Portland because here's the thing. Nobody really wants who's who's going to Portland, Oregon to play. You know what I mean? No way. You know, you want to go to Miami. You want to go to L.A. You want to go to the Aaron Rodgers argument. (laughs) <laughs> okay we yep there you go we talked about this last time yep who wants to who wants to play in green bay wisconsin exactly who wants to be in chilling in portland oregon for half of the year nobody dude you know what i mean so i'm sorry sorry to all you all these trailblazers fans and all you portlanders sorry but no no one wants to go to oregon you know and chill and play ball and live there you know what i mean that's not a hot city and a hot market but damian lillard 
yeah, I don't think I don't think he should go to New York either. I'm not surely sure where he should go. Granted, I think he should probably maybe take a turn and go go to the Eastern Conference. You know, maybe he can go to maybe he can go to Milwaukee. You know, Milwaukee's not a great 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 overall market, but hey, they just won a championship. You know, I'm not sure where he should go, but I definitely don't think it's the Knicks for sure. I'll bet. Did you want to chime in here one second? He should either go to Dallas or Orlando. But Dallas just just resigned Luka Doncic. You know, um, that's why I don't think he's going to go there. Contract wise, it's tough. Yeah, they just he just got a he just got a massive deal. Two oh seven. Yeah, you yeah, know, we were gonna and yeah, and it was good good transition though that we were gonna talk about that here coming up. So yeah, let's talk about it right now. Well, Luca signing that record deal. I mean, I don't really see them winning a title, dude. And what they what they got with him and and Christoph Porzingis, yeah. I don't really see them winning a title. I'm granted he's Luca is one of the brightest up and coming stars we have in this league right now. I think he can be an MVP in this league for sure. Obed. Can you can you name so Luka Doncic to his name won offensive rookie of the year and has twice been on the first team all NBA team before his 23rd birthday. Can you name the only other player to have been able to have multiple first team all NBA uh, uh, titles before his 23rd birthday? I would not be able to tell you that. Kevin Durant. If I, if I had to, oh, okay. I was, I was going to say it had to be somebody from like back in the day, like old school, yeah. but yeah, that's not, yeah. that's not, that's new school. <laughs> right. So, like you said, the, he's doing some amazing things for early on in his career. Yeah. But can he lead them to win championship? Because that's the ultimate goal. You know, Mark Cuban as an owner, he wants to win every, every single time. You know what I mean? He's passionate about that squad. I mean, but I don't think he should, I don't think he should have stayed in Dallas. I don't, I can't see them getting, like a, also like a Demi Lillard type type player. I don't think they should sign Demi Lillard because they got Luca, but I like a Giannis or you know like a like a KD or somebody like that or like a Clay Thompson or something like that. You know what I mean? So I don't. I'm not. I was kind of. I wasn't shocked about the deal. I'm let's just say that because he's been there. They offer him the max deal. Boom, let's get it out there. You know what I mean? So for sure it was going to happen. But to me, I just don't see the Mavericks kind of walking away with a you know a title the next couple of years with just with Luca and Chris Ops Porzingis. Porzingis is a beast. Don't get me wrong. He's been he's been playing well. Like I said, Luca is a potential MVP candidate every single you know each year. I just don't see it happening in Dallas, you know, unless they get somebody else, you know. Yeah, they lack uh, depth. They, there was a time when the Mavericks were a team that could challenge for a championship and were bringing Jason Terry off the bench. Right. They just don't have mm. they're not deep anymore. They need to be deep. A lot of the problems with, I think, with today's NBA is that rosters are not deep. Rosters are packed with like two or three guys who make all of the money, and then you have to sign a dude who's 36 with a bad knee for a million dollars because that's what mm-hmm. you can afford, right? Right, um, right. If, if it came down to it, you know, and we never got to talk, talk, talk about it earlier, but you, with Josh Allen signing this $258 million deal, you know, it's only $150 million guaranteed, but how do you pay the rest of the team down the line? How do you build an offensive line? How do you build a wide receiver core, running back, tight ends? Then you got to pay guys on the defensive side of the ball. If right, you have right. one dude making hundreds of million dollars, this is the Messi problem like if Messi just signed for PSG for only 35 million dollars what in the shit was Barcelona trying to sign him for that they wouldn't <laughs> get into the why are you trying to give a 34 plus year old dude 600 million dollars what are you doing just sign him to a regular contract and fill out the team right, right. Knicks. <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're, that's the thing it's like this is give people money Right, they give give the one guy all the money, and then hoping you get other people to sign for for less money. That's not how it works. You gotta kind of you have to spread the wealth. Obed, your boy Tom Brady did it best in New England. He took pay cuts 
every, almost every year. He so did it in Tampa roster. Bay last year, and they won a championship because they could fill out a roster. There you go. It's called <laughs> yeah, but, math. No, but Obed, you know the, the way for NBA at least how it's working, how it seems to be working, um, is just like you said. You're gonna pay one, two, three players, and then every, I think players know this now. Right, this is this is the trend we're starting to see, especially with the Lakers, the big the bigger markets where the like, two three main guys are gonna get their money and everyone else is not. <laughs> just how it's going, but sure, you know, just real quickly uh, before we move on from the Mavs, there's mm-hmm. an advantage there's an advantage for the organization and for players like Luca and for himself um, doing this deal. One, he you know he could show some respect and loyalty, and if he if he asks for a trade. Right then, the Mavericks can, which is just their benefit. They can get yeah. someone, some, someone back. Right, yeah. they could get a lot. They could like get a lot back for him. Yeah, even right, even, right. even a year or two. So that's the advantage, honestly, for both both sides. Yeah, and you, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, it's almost like um, I was talking offline to one of my other boys about about kind of about the Knicks too. Well, why why they signed Kemba Walker and re-signed Derrick Rose if they're going to go out to David Lillard? Because it could be it could be a, tra- it's a potential trade package. You know what I mean? Same type of thing. You know, Lucas Lucas stays there in Dallas for a couple more years, and he's like, you know, he's fed up with it. He wants to go to win somewhere. Then you know what? They package him up. You know what I mean? And and ship and ship him out. You know what I mean? You can get a lot for him because Lucas Lucas is, is nice. You know what I mean? So don't get me wrong. I think he could go to somewhere like Philadelphia, help that team out because you know Ben Simmons playing the point guard because he can't shoot it worth a damn. I feel like he needs to play the small four or even the power four position because he's what six not six ten you know what i mean i don't know why he's playing point you know what i mean so somebody like philadelphia i think that's a good place he's playing point because the point guard in his style of offense doesn't shoot he just want to come down and distribute and don't expect me to give you 20 a night yeah but that's what i'm saying like somebody like luca who can be a real point guard and, and go off and shoot the ball play, playing under doc rivers oh my goodness oh my goodness i think that's a good spot for luca to go but i right, guess let's move on move on to the phoenix suns who just forced resigned cp3 was coming or they're coming off that finals loss to the milwaukee bucks that won first we know they won the first two games and lost four straight i think this is a good thing for phoenix i mean Look at what he did in his first year. I mean, taking this team from basically irrelevancy to the NBA finals, you know what I mean? So he just resigned a, he's going to basically sign a four year deal worth up to $120 million. Um, now, I mean, can, can, can the Suns really fly out? I'm just going to ask it on new. Can the Suns go back to the NBA finals with the same squad they have right now? Can they get back to the finals and with this loaded Western conference that we've just been talking about? You know, I believe uh, I do. I guess if you put the question like this, which out of the two teams, uh, Milwaukee and Suns, can get there have a better chance? Um, it's not too far apart, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Suns a little bit more of the edge. One because they're a little bit more hungry. They just they lost. You know what I mean? You lose your hunger, kind of like when you win. You have to be kind of special to keep your hunger up there. And then okay. Chris Paul is Chris Paul. You know, wh- mm-hmm. wherever he goes, he doesn't he doesn't decline. He only inclines. You know, his game, just his worth, his his uh, contribution to a team and an organization. Right. And then they signed JaVale McGee. And I think that's a great backup. I just keep hating that he doesn't keep getting paid every year. He's doing one when he contracts, you know, the veteran minimum. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. Everyone's getting paid but him. Um, and then if once again, if Sarge is is um, is healthy and mm. I think that would have been a big key in, mm. uh, in this pro season if he if he didn't mess up his knee. And uh, I think they would have had a good chance if he was there because he could shoot threes, he could spread the floor, Sarge. 
Yeah, I mean, and of course they got Devin Booker, who is an absolute stud. I think you know uh, he's going to be an All Star for years to come. This kid, this kid Booker is 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 the truth for real. Can they get back to the finals now? You know, for me, I don't, I don't, I can't see them going back again. A fully healthy LA team, a fully healthy Golden State team. You know, even both teams in LA fully healthy and the Golden State, I can't see them getting past the Western Conference again. I'm sorry. Uh, any Suns fans out there, I just don't see it happening. I think this is kind of a one-time deal for them. I think they will for sure make the playoffs next season. I don't see them getting past. I don't see them getting to the NBA Finals again um, unless they sign some other uh, big-name agent. Oh, oh, Bed, you want to jump in here? I was going to say to a news point about hunger, uh, that last scene where Devin Booker is on the court watching the confetti fall down and, and Giannis and them are celebrating the championship. And he's just like, damn, that is where the hunger right, right. will come from. If there is hunger for them to do more, I think there is a chance for them to at least get a, a spot in that game to go. I don't know if they'll represent, but if they can use that, if they can fuel off of that and be better for it, I think there's a chance. And with, other teams back to strength or back to health in the West, I think what's going to happen is it's going to make more opportunities open up. Like, right. Like there is anybody can catch a slip up, right. We're, we're talking about, we just talked about the Lakers potentially being like the team to beat out there, the favorite out in the West. We were talking about the seven seed. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Let's, 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 let's <laughs> listen to what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the seven seed. So, you know, if, if there is a chance that, uh, they could get in there. It could be from the fact that like everyone is playing hard and the, the difference between first and second place in the West is 10 games. The difference in the East is nine games. Okay. So that's, that's nine nights. You didn't pull it off mm-hmm. out of the, you know, 80 game season, right? Mm-hmm. Like 82 game. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So, so anything can happen. It's what you do in the off season from what happened and, and are you hungry to go back and get more? hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, another news and Nets, we, they re-signed him for Blake Griffin to a new deal. Are they the favorites in the Eastern conference? Obed, because I know we, like I said, Milwaukee, they didn't, they weren't healthy against Milwaukee. We said this on last week or show last week's show, or last time we, we talked Obed, we knew it. Kyrie Irving didn't even play. Okay. So I don't really say they, you know, flat out just didn't show up in that series. They didn't have, they weren't, if Harden was, was playing on half of a leg, you know, you, you know what I mean? So they were not really at full strength. I think at full strength, to me, Brooklyn is the, has to be the favorite in Eastern Conference with Kyrie, Katie, and James Harden. But now with the resigning Blake Griffin, I think they, they've got a full squad there. They can, they can get ahead and reach, reach to the finals. What do you think, Obed? Uh, are they the favorite in the East? They should be, but again, they did just lose Jeff Green. They, if they don't have Jeff Green and there's an injury to James Harden, you know, again, or there's an injury to Kyrie, I don't know what happens to them. Thank good. Hey, Blake Griffin wasn't dunking. He gave him 18 dunks last year. You know, <laughs> they, there's there. Yeah, they Patty are. Mills. And Patty Mills, you know, so listen, they, they have an opportunity, the opportunity for them to at least uh, sustain to be where they at, and they should be with ease. They should be in the East. Uh, you would think, uh, right? You would think. You would think. I mean, just looking at the Eastern Conference anew. They're I mean, a big toe. They're a big toe away from moving forward in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, Philadelphia, they were the number one seed, but they kind of crapped the bed there. because You know, Ben Simmons cannot shoot the ball. Like we talked about Miami. I think Miami will, will kind of take a step forward with the, with the Kyle Lowry signing I said earlier. 
you know, I just don't Milwaukee. Like I said, I think it was just, just because Brooklyn was injured and I, that's why they got passed, you know, and that's why they won. I don't see Milwaukee. Like I said, if teams are at full, this is, this is a word. I want to talk about things just in a vacuum at, at a perfect scenario. Everyone is at full strength come playoff time, which I know it's not going to happen. There's injuries. I get it. We're looking on paper at full strength to me, a new Brooklyn has to be the favorite in the Eastern conference. Absolutely. With Milwaukee losing uh, PJ Tucker, which is a big piece in terms mm-hmm. of defense, right? That's one. Of, that's particularly, you know, I think the reason why they were able to, you know, get, get to the finals and win the finals because of PJ Tucker's uh, um, uh, defense. And now with him in, in Miami, that's why it gives uh, uh, Miami a better chance, right? Because now mm-hmm. they're, they're adding not only um, uh, offense but defense. So um, in terms of, like you said, if Brooklyn is healthy, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know Brooklyn has um, the best chance. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be an easy role for them if they're if they're at, if they're at a hundred percent. But we'll see how that goes. Oh, Betty, you wanted to talk about the Golden State Warriors and the Splash Brothers. You know, it looks like they're going to be they're going to be together for quite some time. Uh, Steph Curry just signed a new four year two hundred and fifteen million dollar extension. He becomes the first player in history to sign two. $200 million plus contracts. I mean, this is just insane amount of money. Um, it's just crazy. So Curry will extend his contract off of his $45.8 million salary for 21-22, which means he's now guaranteed $261 million over the next five seasons. It is just an insane amount of money. I it mean, is an insane amount of money to give <laughs> a 33-year-old guy. I mean, but, you know, that's that's scoring title. I mean, the kid – the Steph Curry's not done playing good basketball. Clay no. Thompson is coming back. But, mm-hmm. you know, my concern is that they have not fielded a team that could sustain them. They are in the middle of like two different teams, right? They've got a core nucleus of, of uh, uh, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and uh, Steph Curry. Those guys right. are all above 30. And they got nine guys who have only played like max of three seasons, some of them. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, they're dependent a lot on the, elder statesman of the team and i just don't know if they can keep that up through the course of the year you need these guys to step up you need the kelly ubers to step up you know what i mean and i don't know if if they're going to get that out of them i hope that they mesh better you know i hope that they don't and and part of my concern about clay getting hurt again in the gym is because he seems to be rushing back to try and get out here because he knows that Mm. they're the they hang in the balance it's all dependent on like one guy and that that to me signals a kind of very fragile team. Um, I think they're a force to be reckoned with. Um, I think they can return to a dominant form and be a, a, a something in the West, but I couldn't see them being higher than like a six seed, you know, even if all, if things go, all go well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of the depth of the warriors, I mean, you know, I think, I think Kelly Oubre is gone now. I don't think he's there. Anymore. Yeah. That's he what I was to- thinking. Yeah, I think he's he's he went over to the to, to the horns of yeah he went to Charlotte. Okay, yeah, but I mean they still got Andrew Wiggins. They've got the big man James Wiseman coming off he's of injury. He's right, you know what I mean. I you know they've re- just recently resigned Andre Iguodala. He's back. He's he's back on this on the squad. You know, obviously you know the more former Finals MVP in their first season in the, in the finals um, against the another old guy, another old guy. Yes, <laughs> albeit um, he's able for the wisdom aspect. Right, but I mean, can the Warriors really? return to their dominant form like they used to anew if Wiggins steps up right because he look he, you know he's been struggling right like he just hasn't been able to to, to take that next notch well he, he he went and played um, in olympics for for i believe canada 
right? So mm-hmm. that kind of gives you that different. Mm, you're playing against the best. You're you know you're 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 in a world setting, right? You went to another stage, right? It requires more of you. So maybe that was pulled out of him, and now he can possibly do that. That there's a greater chance that this season he can do that because of this experience that he has, right? And then he's been with what Warriors, I believe, for two seasons now. Right. So there's that there's a better chance of, of him helping out and taking that leap and, you know, um, you know, putting him in some better type of contention rather than just relevancy. Yeah, I mean, I think the Warriors can return to form. Like I said, Clay's coming off that 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 a tough injury there. But yeah, just talking about just just for the money and just from a money aspect, dude. Like I said, Curry signing this massive deal. He will be the highest paid player in the NBA this upcoming season. I think I showed you uh, a, a new. Thanks for that, sending that over to us. He sent that sure. a, a, a top ten player, top ten highest paid players in the NBA this upcoming season. Curry is no, Curry is number one. And you look down the, and you look down his his teammate Clay Thompson is number ten. You know what I mean? So you have two teammates on the same list. But look, even look at the Nets though. James Harden and KD are between two and five. LeBron is surprisingly at number six. You know, and I'm looking at this this number eight, Damian Lillard, who his whose team is nowhere close to making any sort of leaps and bounds. But even more so, looking at John Wall at number three, <laughs> he's. He's not doing a Ooh. damn thing. There you go. He's not doing a damn thing in Houston. Granted, and all his time in Washington was not his fault. They didn't surround him with the pieces. Bradley Bill is a stud. Don't get me wrong, but they didn't surround him with. Them. I don't know why he doesn't want to leave. You know, but not, he's in Houston. If they're gonna give you a max contract, right? If hey, right? If someone's gonna, I pay get to me, stay in an area I like, and you're gonna give me two hundred million dollars. You know, so hey. Hey, he got he he got he got he got the bag. So hey, good for him. You know what I mean? Well, no, yeah, I mean yeah. I guess that just means all right, he's okay with not winning already. That's what he yeah. comes out. Yep. And well then there you go. But but just one more thing on the Warriors before you move on. Yeah. Um honestly, the rumors are that Clay just wants to eat people alive. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because he's gonna have the energy to do it, right? Yeah. He's he's gonna take some time for his legs to take in. But yeah. um I th- I think like his mean demeanor is more meaner than ever you know this yeah. for this season coming forward you know so if, yeah. he could, if, if he's you know usually when someone comes back for injury it takes time or you know yeah. most likely they're not um, gonna be you know up to par as they were but yeah. with uh, today's recovery system in terms of like you saw from kd he came back like he didn't miss the beat but he's kd yeah. um yeah, if clay if clay thompson could do something like that and wiggins to step it up we could be uh, looking at something um, pretty scary. Oh, ready for the splashes. I need somebody to make me excited mm-hmm. about basketball again. I was going to say, are you, are you, exactly. do you think they will be the splash brothers of old, Obed? Easily, easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think so. that's what they're missing. You know, like they can get open. These guys can find spots, you know, and shooting, shooting is an art form that I feel like is not, has not been done well in the NBA in a long time. Thank God Kevin Durant came back. Mm-hmm. Right. I just think that there, you're going to see, the artistry that is being able to pick a spot and make, make a basket. Like how many of these games, the, the, the difference is 20, 30 points because one team can't jack up any threes, but then come back and only lose by seven. Right. Right. You could see teams under by 60 points at the splash brothers are hitting. Dude. They were just a lethal combination. There was one game. Clay Thompson scored 37 points in the third quarter alone. Okay, and just shooting like 10 three years. He's about mean? to have 60 in game six until he gets towards ACL. He's, yeah. he's going to have 60 exactly. points in, in game six. It was going to be dirty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be an exciting time, you know, getting some of these players back. Um, quickly before we wrap up, 
Um, well, ben, let me ask you this here about the, the LA Clippers. We've been talking about the LA Lakers a lot. Clippers just re-signed Kawhi to a new deal, four-year, $176 million uh, max deal. But I'm just wondering, all this talk about LA, Kawhi and PG with the Clippers, haven't done anything yet. Can they truly make noise in, in, in the Western Conference? I mean, what are they missing? Because quite frankly, I'm not sure if they're going to get past the second round, you know? Oh, oh bad. I, I don't, I don't see it happening. Well, I was going to say the thing they're missing is probably coaching. Um, and they don't have uh, the, they don't have, uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Doc, Doc Rivers, you know, anymore. So mm. my concern is, okay. Do you, do you, you don't think, you don't think Tyron Lue is good enough to lead them? I, I mean, it seems like he, he's got a, a first round of, excuse me, a top seat out of him. You know, so, I mean, I can't say that he's not going to be able to coach up this roster, but I don't know. With the characters he has there, he should be, that team should be a lot better. I think losing Ben Simmons, who I did actually see, he was shooting threes in the gym with Rajon Rondo, you know, Mm -hmm. for whatever Mm -hmm. is that worth. So, Hey, congratulations to him for actually practicing or looking like he's trying to. (laughs) Um, uh, I just, even if he's on the way out, I don't, I don't know. I mean, because the point guard right now for the Clippers is what uh, Reggie Jackson. Uh, oh, right? I'm sorry, we're talking about the Clippers. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, I just immediately yeah, started yeah. thinking of uh, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's Philadelphia. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I just don't. PG doesn't seem like the guy to to that you can leverage the rest of the team on when things are bad, right? If you have problems, you can't. And he he'll come out here and give you great solid games until it comes down to it. We need a game seven. It comes down to it. We need you. Might need you to carry all the way through. I don't. I'm not going to say he's not a closer or not a finisher, but. You know, it's a major market. They should be able to attract guys. They, I don't think they have the money. If if it comes down to dollars, I mean, I wouldn't give them to Kawhi after he, we don't even know if he's healthy, right? Like, if they don't have the money, missing half the season to the whole season. Why sign him to a max contract, right? Like, this season's washed for him. Why, like, why sign him to a max contract if we know that that's the injury history? Because the NBA and the world saw uh, people do that for uh, Brooklyn, do that for KD, a free $40 million a year. Knowing that he wasn't even going to play on the entire season, they still signed him in. They've signed he already guys got two, he got two championships in the bag. Right. They're signing guys off merit. Like, yo, we know you're a beast. Let's just give you the money. You know what I mean? Even though you'd be your name. But no, the no. entire situation around Kawhi's leg has stunk, has stunk since he was with the uh, uh, Spurs. Spurs, you yeah. know? So, like, I, I, you signed him once. Great. It didn't work. Don't why resign him. I mean, at this point, they kind of had to. I mean, who else? Because PG is not going to lead a team by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I know, I think we all know that. Look, he yeah. didn't do anything when he was in Indiana. He went over to Oklahoma City. That yeah. didn't work there, even along with Russ and um, yeah. and Carmelo there. But, I mean, yeah, I don't think they are, let's say, Western Conference potential, finals potential. They are second-round potential, and that's about it. You know what I mean? Maybe if they if they even get there. Quite frankly, you know, it's kind of suspect whether they, that they haven't really filled out that roster enough to kind of compete. Um, you know, I think Bomber is he's he's a he's a great he's a great um, he's, a, he's a great showman. You know, he's on the floor, he's cheering his team on. He's almost you know he's he's like some more he's a more a more ex, uh, excitable Mark Cuban, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's, he's well known for sane. his energy. Yeah. Right, right. He's a more sane, more Cuban. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it's such a he, thing. 
<laughs> but is he bringing in the players to, to compete? Is he bringing in the guys who help them win a championship? And right now yeah. he's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Nicholas Batum at, at, the, at the small forward position, you know what I mean? Marcus Morris does the veteran power forward. It's no different than what Donald Sterling was he, doing. These guys just own this team to own this team. They're not actually invested in the concept of putting on a good basketball team. Yeah, I mean, you got you they, uh, kudos that they got PG and Kawhi a couple of years ago, but that's you know they need they need more. Than, mean? Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know why they didn't. Start, uh, yeah, I don't know why they didn't start resign uh, the Marcus Cousins yet. I'm like, why is he still a free agent? Like he did, he did, he did, he did good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, you but know, the, with, his, with his with the Lakers, with, with his injury past, dude, and he's gotten yeah. older, dude. He was a double double machine in Sacramento. I feel like the, the Sacramento Kings wasted his time there. He yeah. should have gotten out of there much sooner. You know what I mean? And he went to the Warriors and the Lakers and he got all the ACL injuries and everything. Yeah, I feel so bad. The Marcus Cousins was a monster in, in yeah. Satown. I mean, they just wasted Him and Isaiah time. Thomas. Yeah. And wait, yeah. It, well, Isaiah's another one. Lady Cousins, man. Those are, that's when Kentucky was... Whew, God. No. <laughs> you know? I believe I believe Isaiah should be in the NBA, man. Yeah. If there's 60, point, 60 plus point and 81 point um, uh, game yeah, within then, a week. Yeah, right. I saw. I did see that. I did see that playing in the program, but still, you know what I mean. What it is, what it is. But yo, like I said, dude, the Clippers they need something else. I don't see them getting to the West, uh, even the Western Conference Finals. To be honest with you, you know, Joel Embiid. Would you, is that what you just said, Anu? No, no. I said, I said me either. I agree. I agreed with you. Yeah, yeah. Regarding yeah. the Clippers. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. But, uh, well, folks, I think that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad you're joining in once again. Anu, thank you for uh, coming back with us here talking some NBA. Um, any last words? Anything that you kind of expecting for this upcoming season? Um, just like a wild off season? Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, a wild season. And, you know, the, what the scary thing is, you know, teams aren't done yet because they get, still got to uh, the midway point of the season to make a lot of trades. So mm-hmm. I think we're still going to see a lot of things happen, a lot of things, a lot of mm-hmm. trades, a lot of movement. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Oh, Ben, any, any last words for the, for the people before we roll out? Guys, enjoy this great weekend. It's a beautiful one. Just be happy to be above ground. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. For, folks, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at BWWENT. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, we appreciate you. We will catch you guys next time. Have a good one, fellas. Peace. Peace.